For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. It is time to get caught up with the cards. This is your Believe in St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I am your host, Jason Kurtz. And, you know, we have a very special episode this week. We will be welcoming our very first ever guest. Now, I teased it up last week. This is a huge baseball guy, just loves the Redbirds, has tons to offer. And we're going to talk to him in a bit. But first, I just want to recap a little bit since uh, since we last spoke. The Cardinals played four, all at the Braves, and they managed to win only one. And as has been the trend, offense, once again, was an issue. In the three losses, okay, zero runs, one run, and zero runs. Now, the last time I checked, it is nearly impossible to win when you score zero runs. And it's very challenging to win when you score only one. So, you know, in the game that the Cardinals did win, which was on Saturday when they wore those gorgeous baby blue unis, the Cardinals scored nine. So you you see what I'm getting at here. You score nine and you win. You score zero, one, and zero, and you lose. So, you know, on the season, the Cardinals have scored 287 total runs. That's good for 11th out of 15 in the entire National League. Another stat that we've been talking about, and, you know, this is one we've been looking at throughout the year. This is a key one that we check in on, run differential. How many are you scoring? How many are the other guys scoring? How often do you tap the dish at home? How often does your opponent tap home plate? And the Cardinals are minus 32 run differential. That's good for 12th out of 15 in the entire National League. So you see the through line there. The more you score, the less you allow, the more you win. Of course, there are other factors, pitching being one of them. But it just tells us that the Cardinals are still not playing the brand of baseball that we would define as winning. Now, you look at a couple of the top teams in the National League in terms of run differential, the Dodgers are plus 99. The Giants are plus 90. The Padres are plus 76. And again, by comparison, 
the Cardinals are minus 32. Now we can look at all the analytics that you want, the metrics, the stats, the projections, anything you want to take a look at. But the bottom line is this. You score a lot of runs and you don't allow too many. You're going to win more ball games. It's really not that complicated. That hasn't changed in the 100 plus years that baseball has been around. One final note on that series in Atlanta. Adam Wainwright, he needs to pitch on all the major holidays. And even some of the less major holidays. Let's trot him out there on July 4th. Let's get him out there for Labor Day. Not sure what else we have coming, but he needs to be on the bump on all major holidays. He was just absolutely fantastic on Father's Day. And that was, you know, not a coincidence. That was the one game that the Cardinals won. On Father's Day, Wayno goes seven innings, allows three hits, just one run, strikes out 11. Complete game again. We know it's a shortened game. They played a doubleheader, so it was only seven innings. And then on Mother's Day, you know, he went eight and a third. It wasn't that long ago in May. Allowed three hits, no runs, and struck out five. So Adam Wainwright, if you combine his Mother's Day line and his Father's Day line, 15 and a third innings, six hits allowed, one run, 16 Ks, and a pair of Ws. So the moral of the story is every major holiday needs to include the gift that is Adam Wainwright on the bump. All right, now, Without further ado, it is time for our special guest. This is a huge Redbirds fan. This guy loves baseball, loves to talk the game, loves to think the game. There's nobody better to get us caught up on the cards. Our guest is none other than one Oscar Max Kurtz. Oscar, say hello to the fellow Cardinal faithful. Hi, everyone. Now, despite his uh, mature voice inflection, Oscar is a young fella. Goes nine years old. And also, as you may have guessed, same last name, this is uh, my son. So on the heels of Father's Day, this is a special edition of the podcast. All season long, Oscar's been, Dad, when can I be on the podcast? You know, I promised him, well, before he goes off to camp, we'll get you on. Before you're on your way to camp, we'll get you on one of the episodes before camp, before camp. Well, he goes to camp this Saturday, and I'm a man who keeps his word. So here he is. Now, Oscar, before we start, let the people know you're a big baseball fan, but you also play uh, tell us a little bit about the season that you just wrapped up. In my league? Yes, the one that you just wrapped up. Um, well, I feel like it was a good season. It was different for me and a bunch of other kids. It was their f- everyone's first time playing travel. I feel like it was good. I was catching for my team. I think I did pretty good. I was fine at hitting. I hit a couple base hits. And, yeah, I did pretty good. All in all, good season for you. I enjoyed the heck out of watching you out there. Um, you know, I figured, you know, we'll get into it and, and we'll start with some general cards questions just to just to get warmed up. You all right with that? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, tell everyone who your favorite player is. Yadi Molina. Yadier Molina. No surprise there. Nope. What is your most favorite recent Cardinals memory? How recent? Within the last couple of years since you've been watching the team. Um, my favorite memory probably was when Yachty got his 2000th hit. Yeah, that's a good, some good foreshadowing. You don't know what that means, but we're going to get to that 2000th hit later on the show. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Molina is a decorated veteran. We've talked a lot about how we think he'll be in Cooperstown one day. How about some, some, some up and coming players, some guys that, you know, aren't an established veteran, someone that might help lead the team into the next phase. I think Tyler O'Neill is going to become a superstar. I think he's forming one in front of our eyes right now. Tyler O'Neill, you heard it here first, everybody. A superstar being formed right in front of our very eyes. All right. 
Let's go to some Cardinals trivia. Okay, you know, we're talking about the current season. Which Cardinal player is currently leading the team in home runs? Tyler O'Neill. That's the guy you just talked about. Yeah. Who leads the team in stolen bases? Tommy Edmond. Tommy Edmond has 13 stolen bases, far and away the most in the team. Tyler O'Neill has 15 home runs, or as we like to call them. I don't know what we call them. Jimmy Jacks. Jimmy Jacks. That's right. We call them Jimmy Jacks around these parts. And who leads the team in hits? Still Tommy Edmond. Still Tommy Edmond. So we go Tyler, Tommy, Tommy on these questions. Uh, switching to pitchers, I know you have some favorites. Who would you guess, or maybe you know, currently leads the team in strikeouts? Adam Wayno. Adam Wayno, number 50, also known as? Adam. Or Uncle? Charlie. Uncle Charlie for that sick, sick curveball he has. And, you know, last trivia question for you. Who has the most wins amongst the starting pitchers? That is Jack Flaherty. The problem with Jack Flaherty, he does lead the team with eight wins, but the major problem is uh, when's that guy gonna gonna be well enough to pitch? I have no idea. We need him. We need him. I hope it's soon. This is gonna get a little harder, Oscar. Okay. There are two current members of the Cardinals who have the special distinction of having launched home runs in their first career AB or at bat. Who are these two gentlemen? To be honest, I have no idea. No idea. One guy is an everyday player who plays shortstop and just came off the injured list. Paul DeYoung? That's the man. And one guy, this one may surprise you, I'll just tell you, Adam Wainwright went yard in his first ever at-bat. Exciting. Yeah. Dating back to 1892, which is a long time. That's that's way older than you. (laughs) The Cardinal franchise has played its home games in seven different venues the last three have shared the same name what is the name of the current cardinal stadium bush stadium bush stadium and what did i promise we're gonna what on summer next summer before i go to camp we're gonna go to bush stadium and watch for like a weekend and watch a couple cardinals games yeah we are it's gonna be sick now that is as an organization the cardinals have retired the numbers of 13 Teen former players or managers. Can you name any of them? 13 former players of managers that have been retired into the Hall of Fame? Uh, no, the Cardinals have retired their jersey numbers. Um, Ozzie Smith. Number? One. You know any others? Yes. Dizzy Dean. Number? 17? I think 17 is correct. Uh, Stan Musel. Excellent. What number did Stan the man wear? I'll give you a clue. It's your lucky number minus one. Six. Bingo, bango. Now, in the history of the Cardinals, 15 gentlemen have hit for the cycle, and one guy did it twice. Here's the question to you. What does it mean when a player hits for the cycle? Does it mean he hits one home run throughout a whole se- uh, throughout a not a whole season, throughout a whole... Uh, like a series? Yeah. It's not, a bad, it's not a bad guess. It's incorrect. When a player hits for the cycle, it's when they hit a single, a double, a triple, and a home run in the same game. It's happened 15 times for the Cardinals. One guy did it twice, Ken Boyer. That was a tough one. Yes. Next question. In 2011, 
when you were in mommy's belly, the Cardinals won the franchise's most recent World Series championship. Who did the Cardinals defeat in that series? If I'm not wrong, I think it might be the Texas Rangers. Let me tell you something. You are not wrong. It, in fact, was the Texas Rangers. A dramatic Game 6 win led by David Freeze, and then they won it in Game 7. They sent Chris Carpenter the bump. That's their most recent championship. Last season, your guy, Yadier Molina, reached a career milestone. You referenced it earlier. What was that milestone? His 2,000 hit. 2,000 career hits. That is... 2,000 more than you. Yes. And me, to be fair, also 2,000 more than me. We're going to switch to some uh, different kinds of baseball trivia, okay? Because we talked about you just finished a very competitive season of travel ball. You learned a lot. You achieved a lot. Uh, So we're going to toss some general baseball IQ questions your way. You ready? Yes. All right. We're going to start easy. In a game, if the Cardinals turn a 6-4 Three, double play. Walk me through an example of what that might look like. It would be a ground ball to the shortstop, and he would, like, underhand it to the second baseman who's covering second, and then he would fire it as hard as he possibly can to for the first baseman. Bingo, bango, 6-4-3 DP. Next question. There's a man on third. Tyler O'Neill is playing left field. There's one out. The batter... Hits a fly ball in that direction. What is Tyler's first and then second priority, and how would we score it? Priority. His first priority is to catch the ball, and then he checks if the runner is going. And if the runner is going, he's throwing it as he's throwing it home to try get the runner on a on a on a fly. And if he was able to achieve that double play, how would we score it? I think it's. Is it 7-2 double play? 7-2 double play, correct. More trivia. There are a number of ways that a batter can reach first base. Actually, seven ways. How many of them can you name? Uh, One of them can be a base hit. Good. Wait, only first base or base? Yeah, just to to make it safely to reach base. So a hit is one of them, a hit. To reach first base, right? Uh, a walk. Walk is two. A strikeout dropped by the catcher makes there safely. I like that. Drop third strike three. Um. Uh, the next couple. A, ho- a home run. No, home run would fall under the category of hit. I'll help you out. He could also reach on an error. He could reach on a fielder's choice. He could also reach on a bunt. Uh, a bunt would be considered a hit. But I like where your head's at. Fielder's choice. For example, if a fielder threw it to another base to get an out, but they allowed the runner to reach first base safely. And then the final one, this one's probably the hardest one to get. Defensive interference. For example, catcher's interference. Uh, You did it right on that, though. You got a handful of them. Next question. The Yankees recently executed a pair of triple plays to bring their total to three on the season, which is insane, first of all, that they have three on one season. Please describe for our passionate listeners using the names of current Cardinals an example of how the Redbirds might execute a triple play. So how they might execute it 
is a ground ball to the third baseman, to a ground ball to Nolan Arenado. He would step on the back, throw to Edmund Sosa, covering second. Ooh, Edmundo Sosa. Most people would go with either Tommy Edmund or Paul DeYoung, but I, Edmundo Sosa, I, I'm still with you. Keep going. And Edmundo Sosa would throw to Paul Goldschmidt at first. So assuming that Edmundo Sosa was playing short and was covering second base due to some sort of a, a shift or some analytics, we'd score that how? We would score that this way. Uh, five, six, three. Excellent. Triple play. Triple play, five, six, three. Okay, here we go. Last question. Don't be nervous. I won't. There's a runner on first. There's a ground ball to Goldie at first base. He retreats to first base, steps on the bag, and fires to a covering Paul DeYoung at second. What one word should everyone on the Cardinals be yelling to Paul DeYoung? Tag. There it is. The force is over when Goldie steps on first, so it becomes a tag play at second base. Excellent, my man. Excellent. Last word to you. You're off to camp. You won't be able to watch too many Cardinal games while you're there because they're doing away with technology, which we think is a good thing. Uh, You should be outside playing ball and hanging with your friends. Uh, You're back mid-August. What is your prediction? In what place will the Cardinals be when you come home? Now, right now they're in third. What place will they be in when you arrive back at home? I think they would achieve more and get into a rhythm, and I would think they could get either into second or first place by the time I get back from camp. Oh, I like it. I like it. We're going to hold you to it. We're going to have you back on the show if you're available mid to late August. Review some of your answers. Review your predictions. See where the Cardinals stand. And, uh, you know, before we go, I I just want to thank you for jumping on. I really enjoyed the heck out of this. I love talking cards with you. You're my favorite guy to watch the Redbirds with. I love you. And you know what? You listen to the show enough. Let's have you take us out. Let the people know we're back next week. And until that time, what do we say? Go cards. Hashtag. Go Redbirds. There he is, my man. Oscar Max Kurtz, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.